you my reviews of movies that were released in 1959. Uh, I'm going to re review a classic uh, today. It's uh, Ben-Hur, directed by William Wyler. Screenplay by Carl Tumberg, and it's based on uh, a novel that was written a long, long time ago in 1880 by uh, General Lou Wallace called Ben-Hur, A Tale of the Christ. Uh, produced by Sam Zimbalist and in the cast, uh, the lead role, Charlton Heston, is due to Ben-Hur. Jack Hawkins plays Quintus Arrius. Uh, Haya Harari plays Esther. Uh, that's uh, Charlton Heston's, sorry, Ben-Hur's sister. Stephen Boyd plays Messala. Uh, Hugh Griffith is Sheikh Ildarim. Uh, and Martin Scott, uh, sorry, Martha Scott is Miriam and Cathy O'Donnell plays Terzai and there are a number of others. Uh, there will be a slide though, so you can have a look at that. Uh, let's say this is one of the most successful movies in movie history, received a bucket load of Academy Award nominations and it won for Best Picture, uh, Best Actor for Heston, Best Supporting Actor for Griffith, and Best Director for Wyler. Uh, and uh, the Golden Globes chipped in with four Globes, again for Director, Best Picture, Best Actor, uh, sorry, uh, Best Supporting Actor, Stephen Boyd, uh, and a nomination for Heston. So, quite an array of success. Uh, and I watched it uh, a few months ago, uh, first time for a very, very long time. Uh, I have to say, uh, I thought I might have trouble with this one, uh, mainly because of Heston, but uh, also the fact that uh, from memory, when I was a child, um, there was too much talking in it. But maybe at uh, 67, I'm probably in a better position to appreciate it. So let's get into the details of the film. Uh, Ben-Hur then. It's an endurance test watching this one for sure. It's almost four hours uh, and at the beginning there's a reenactment of the biblical tale of the birth of Jesus in Methlehem. Uh, probably another reason why I would have probably t uh, turned off uh, if I were watching it on TV. And then we get uh, a recollection of the Star of David, the Three Wise Men, 26 AD then, and we move on. Jesus has now become a man, and we're met by the Roman legion who are marching through Nazareth. Uh, the Roman Empire controls virtually all of Europe, the Middle East, and their focus, of course, uh, on Rome, uh, the capital of the planet, really. Jesus' father, Joseph, we see him as a carpenter, and he's talking about the Roman elite, the political topics, taxation, religion, the higher echelons of the Roman government discussing the notion of physical strength are uh, viewed next uh, versus control of thoughts uh, to members of the elite in the uh, uh, Roman uh, government. And this is related to the rise of the interest in the prophet Jesus, of course, who's bringing in vast crowds. And his sermons uh, are about God and uh, religion 
and alleviating poverty. Hmm, new theme then about the film is that politics is raised throughout it. Uh, we then meet Judah Ben-Hur uh, with his Roman friend from childhood, Messala, played excellently throughout by Stephen Boyd. Uh, Palestine has become much more volatile than the two are not seeing eye to eye in their early 20s. Ben-Hur, a Jew, of course, Masala very much a Roman Catholic. Uh, Masala has, to an extent, an anti-Semitic viewpoint. And this drives a huge wedge between the two of them. And we also glimpse uh, of a Roman garrison going through Nazareth. Uh, in this instance, Ben-Hur is with his female friend, Esther, and they're standing on a roof, and Esther inadvertently dislodges a tire which hits the Roman governor on horseback. This causes a hell of a furore, and the two try to escape the clutches of the uh, Roman uh, uh, soldiers who are out to find them and uh, deal with them in a harsh method. Uh, we see the Roman aggression clearly as they search for the two. Uh, they don't catch them, but a little later we see her mother and sister who are arrested and banished to a dungeon, uh, a prison dungeon. And this is all unbeknown to Ben-Hur, who's actually moved away by then. Ben-Hur is then apprehended and he's put to work as a slave. Uh, but after having walked across the mountains as the prisoner, his work involves a work on a Roman galley. And uh, as he crosses the mountains, he appears to be helped by uh, a person on the road who we appear, it appears to be Jesus. Uh, and uh, on the galley, there's a fracas that develops and uh, a lot of brutality by the soldiers. But the commander of the vessel Jack Hawkins, who plays Quentin Elias, he ends up in the water and Ben-Hur miraculously saves him from drowning. As gratitude, her is returned to Rome and brought into the fraternity, uh, the affluence, the pomp and the ceremony. And of course, his status has now become uh, the new son of Elias. Uh, however, he's still desperate to find his mother and sister, uh, and he returns to his homeland in, in uh, Nazareth, uh, trying to find them. Uh, he, he's developed a skill, however, for uh, chariot racing, and he comes across uh, Griff's character, uh, the Arab, and the name escapes me, uh, Idarim, Sheikh Idarim. And uh, he, as I say, uh, because of his uh, talents uh, as a, uh, a chariot racer, uh, he, uh, he's invited uh, by Griff's uh, Aberim uh, to join uh, the workforce to try and uh, train the group of white horses for a chariot race in the centre of Rome. And of course, uh, this, of course, he does. Uh, we then, uh, uh, we will, I will mention the race in a short moment. 
Ben-Hur uh, arrives in Rome with uh, Abraham, uh, but before the race, he meets with Masala and demands that his mother and sister be uh, found and released. Masala is rather underhand. He does assign a, the task to subordinates to find the two uh, and then becomes aware that they have, are now lepers and they've been caped in a leper colony in the valley. Uh, but Ben-Hur at this point uh, is told that they're dead. Uh, and then we move to the arena. Now, uh, this uh, scene, of course, is infamous where uh, Ben-Hur is uh, pitted against uh, Mesala uh, in the arena. And uh, it's an absolute, uh, well, it's a tremendous scene, both from a cinematic point of view, but also from an action point of view. Uh, it lasts a full 10 minutes on film. Uh, the cinematography and direction is filmed uh, with five-star uh, character. That, that's, that, that's definitely the case. And it's the definite highlight of the movie. Uh, after that, we then go down a much more sedate uh, sort of talking phase where educational preaching uh, is followed. Christianity, personally... Uh, it's difficult for me to swallow with the humbug uh, and the continuing story of Jesus Christ. And then it leads to the final uh, uh, period of his life, and we all know what happened. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it holds up. It holds up. Uh, Heston was far better than I thought he was, uh, and it's probably one of his best roles. Uh, although I do prefer Touch of Evil, which I also reviewed recently. It's a Roman epic with tremendous action scenes, and there's a bit of romance thrown in as well. So there we are. That's uh, Ben-Hur, released in 1959, and that's my movie review.